Hi guys and welcome back to the Atlas Weekly Recap, covering the financial news and events of last week and the week ahead as of Monday, August 21st, 2023. In this week's episode, I'll be covering the latest data on Australian wages to June. We'll also look at Australia's employment situation, including the unemployment rate and what it means for the outlook of interest rates here in Australia. Lastly, I'll cover what's broadly been impacting global equities over the last week and provide a quick market wrap up. So let's get into it. So on Tuesday, the Australian Bureau of Statistics published the wages, the, the latest wages data here in Australia, as measured by what's called the wage price index. So the, the wage price index showed that wages increased by 0.8% in the quarter to June and 3.6% over the last 12 months. So over the quarter to June, we saw the private sector, we saw wages in the private sector rise 0.8%, whereas wages in the public sector rose 0.7%. So this uh, figure to June uh, being 3.6%, this is down from 3.7%, which is what it was in March, and is encouraging for the inflation picture here in Australia. However, it doesn't include a lot of the wage increases that were passed on effective from the 1st of July 2023, such as the the 6% minimum wage increase that we saw take effect. So it's likely the September quarter will see a bit of an uptick. Nevertheless, it was still a softer than expected number and suggests that annual growth in wage inflation may have already peaked or is just uh, near peaking at just under 4%. Staying locally in Australia, on Thursday we saw the latest data on Australia's employment situation and including the the unemployment rates. The unemployment rate lifted from 3.5% to 3.7% in June. And this was supportive for equities and the view that rates will stay on hold again next month as it creates, I guess, a bit of slack in the Australian economy and just takes some pressure off wage and service prices as well. Currently, the market is pricing in an 88% chance that there is no change to the cash rate at Philip Lowe's last board meeting as, as governor next month. Let's take a look at what equity markets did last week. So in summary, there was a combination of negative news points that sent shares lower last week. Namely, we we saw US bond yields continuing to to climb as the the minutes from the, the last Federal Reserve meeting were released. And they suggested less chance of less chances of a Fed uh, of the Federal Reserve cutting rates into 2024. There was also some new data out from China that showed things, uh, economic indicators such as retail sales and industrial production were continuing to remain weak. China did uh, cut some of its official interest rates uh, last week in a bid to stimulate the economy, though it wasn't enough to please investors. The China story is naturally affecting Australia's equity market. But encouragingly, we haven't seen too much uh, impact on the, the price of, of iron ore at this point. Uh, but with being such a, a major share, well, a major trading partner of, of China, naturally it's, it's going to weigh on the sentiment of the ASX 200. There were, however, some really good earnings results that helped the ASX 200 fare better than expected. So we saw some really positive earnings results from the likes of CSL, car sales and Transurban as well. So over the week, the ASX 200 was down 2.6%. 
The US's S&P 500 was down 2.1. The Nasdaq Composite was down 2.6. The Eurostoxx 50 was down 2.5%. The UK's FTSE 100 was down 3.5%. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong was down 5.9%. So you can see it's reflected in the, the local share market in, in Hong Kong as well there. The Australian dollar continues to, to fall and it was down 1.9% to US 64 cents. Looking to the week ahead, another huge week for the Australian earnings season with the likes of BHP and Coles reporting their results to June on Tuesday. And this will be followed by the result from Qantas, Qantas Airways on, on Thursday. So that's going to be a really interesting indication into how the, the Australian economy has been faring. And then it's going to be really interesting to get the, the guidance that these, these firms will, will look to provide over where they see their, their business is going in the next 12 months. In the United States, we'll have one of the best performing stocks so far of 2023 in NVIDIA, the AI and chip maker. They're going to post their quarterly results on Thursday. Finally, the annual economic symposium held in a place called Jackson Hole in Wyoming, USA. It starts this week where Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell will speak on Friday about the Federal Reserve's policy outlook. Now, investors who were in the market last year may recall last year in, in 2022, like I said, this is a, an annual symposium that's that's held where the, the chairman does tend to, to speak each year. And last year, Jerome Powell's speech was really the catalyst for, I guess, renewed fears of higher inflation and higher interest rates, which led to a bit of a, a, market, a global market uh, route and didn't bother uh, Bottom, it saw the share market bottom around October last year. So clearly the, the, the speech or the words that are spoken by, by the Fed do have the ability to, to drive markets. But in saying that, it can just as easily invoke a, invoke a market rally if the speech suggests anything to the effect of the end of rate hikes or rate cuts into 2024. So this will definitely be closely watched on Friday. That's all for this week, guys. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. Thanks for dialing in.